What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey May Larry. So tonight is the first round of the Hockey East Tournament. On my way over right now to watch BC play UMass Amherst tonight. Big game for BC Hockey. Obviously, they have no option really but to win the Hockey East Tournament to try to make it into the Frozen Four Tournament. We'll see how they fare tonight. I'm going to preview that game to start off. Then I'm going to get into the Vermont Main game, which will also take place tonight at 7 o'clock at Main. And then UNH will be visiting Providence tonight at 7 o'clock as well. I'll preview all three games very quickly. I'll start with BC Hockey, 13-15-6 on the year overall. UMass Amherst, 13-16-5, so very similar records. BC Hockey playing very well over the last 10 games, 4-4-2. You might look at that and say it's around it's 500, so they obviously could be better than that. But considering how bad BC was before that stretch, where they lost about 6 of 7 games, being 4-4-2 in their last 10 games, that's a positive note heading into the Hockey's Tournament. They beat UMass Amherst 7-3 at Conti Forum in the middle of February, then took them down the following night 3-1 at the Mullen Center. So they swept UMass Amherst this uh, regular season, which is very impressive. Even though UMass Amherst hasn't had that great of a season, going to play UMass Amherst at UMass has been a struggle for many teams in the Hockey East Northeastern. It seems like they can never win at the Mullen Center at UMass Amherst. So BC sweeping them was an impressive uh, finish almost the regular season. It was about two or three weeks ago now. In that Friday night game at Conti Forum, BC got a hat trick and an assist for four total points out of Nikita Nestorenko. That was the Friday night game at BC. They could use another big night from him, obviously. He's one of the best players on the BC hockey team. I think he's one of the most NHL-ready players on that BC team as well. So BC needs a good night out of him. BC finished the regular season with a split against a very good and physical UConn team last weekend. So they're going into the Hockey's tournament already playing one of the better teams in the Hockey East. BC won 5-3 at home in the first game and then lost to UConn 6-5 last Saturday. BC scored a ton over the last seven games, though. They've scored three-plus goals in six of their last seven games, and that's obviously they, that's something they need to build upon tonight and use is their offense. Guys like Trevor Kuntuk, Huddy Godier, Nikita Nestorenko, Oscar Jelvik, all those guys have to get going for BC tonight. Colby Ambrosio as well. BC needs as many goals as they can get, obviously, considering... This is really just a one-and-done. That's how the Hockey East Tournament is. All 11 teams compete. The first five seeds all get first-round buys. The next six teams are all facing each other. So the bottom six teams face each other in the first round. The top five teams get first-round buys. It's single elimination. You have no option really but to win. So BC needs all the scoring help they can get. SU Mass, they struggled the entire season, but they finished the regular season winning three of their last four games, including a sweep against Maine last weekend to close the regular season. And they also beat Northeastern about a week and a half ago. They split in their series against Northeastern uh, in the second to last series of the regular season. BC was swept by Maine actually two weeks ago in the regular season. So obviously UMass just got to play Maine last week in a close regular season. They beat them two times. BC lost to Maine twice, but at the end of the day, the hockey's tournament really is anyone's game since you don't have to win two or three games in the first round anymore like you used to. There's no longer two of three series like it used to be in the Hockey's Tournament. All 11 teams are in it. It's single elimination, as I said. So it's very different than it used to be years ago. As for UMass, a guy to watch out for is defenseman Scott Morrow. He has nine goals, 22 assists, 31 points overall in the year. Leading goal and point score for that team. Very good player. One of the only players really left. From that UMass Amherst regime that was so good for so long over the last five years in the Hockey East, Scott Morrow is a sophomore defenseman for that team. So he was there last year when they still were making a run, obviously, in the Hockey East and the Frozen Four Tournament as well. So that's for UMass. That's one guy to watch out for. Also, their goalie is Cole Brady. He was their starting goalie the last few games. He has a 9-11 save percentage on the year, giving up 2.75 goals against on average per game. BC is led by freshman Phenom, Cutter Godier. 
a fifth overall pick in the 2022 NHL draft to the Philadelphia Flyers. 16 goals, 18 assists, 34 points on the year. And then Mitch Benson is in net for BC. He's a grad transfer goalie from Colgate, giving up 2.72 goals per game and has a 90.1% save percentage overall on the year. As of Vermont, they will be traveling to Maine tonight. Maine 3 3 and 4 in the last 10 games, 15 5 and 5 overall in the year. So they're 500 in the last 10 games and also 500 overall on the year. Vermont 10 19 and 5 overall on the season, just 1 4 and 3 in their last eight games. Isaac Walther is the leading scorer for Vermont on the year, 8 goals, 10 assists, 18 points. He's one guy to watch out for for that team, even though they've been struggling. As I said, it is a single elimination tournament. Anybody can win. You can make a run in this just by winning one game, and that obviously gets a lot of momentum going. So we'll see what happens tonight for Vermont. They do alternate their starting goalies, so I'm not sure if it would be Gabe Carrier and Nett or Oscar Audio and Nett for the Cats, but we'll see what happens there. I'm sure they'll probably roll with whoever they feel is best, but it seems like both guys have been getting starts over the last four or five games. Maine beat Vermont on the in the regular season both times they played five to one and three to one in the regular season in December. So they have Vermont's number overall on the year. They're two and zero. Oh. Junior forward Lyndon Breen is the Black Bears' leading scorer for Maine. Nineteen goals, fifteen assists, thirty-four points in thirty-five games. That's one guy obviously they want to get going tonight to get off to a hot start. And Victor Osman is the goalie for Maine in net for the Black Bears. He's a junior goalie from Sweden, giving up two point one eight goals per game with a ninety-one. 0.9% save percentage, a 919 save percentage overall on the year. So that's one guy to watch out for. Obviously, Austin's been very good at net for them. I think Vermont will keep this close. I didn't give my prediction for the BC game. I didn't give my predictions yet for the Vermont game. Maybe I'll just wait. I'll give you guys a preview of the UNH game and then give you guys my predictions for all three games. The next game is UNH. They will be visiting Providence tonight at 7 o'clock. UNH 11 20 and 3 on the year. At one point in the regular season, UNH went on a 5-1-4 and four stretch, winning five games, losing one, and having four ties. Four games went to overtime for them. And that stretch really saved their season, even though they were 11-20-3. Without that stretch, they'd have a lot worse of a record, considering how bad they played overall in the 11-20-3 overall. They were 5-1-3 over that stretch at one point. Uh, and if you look at it in the middle of the season... You want to start turn, you're playing your best hockey going into the playoffs. So in the middle of the season, that's a great time to turn things around. They're capable of winning a game in the hockey's turn, in my opinion. They're 2-2-3 two, two, and three in the last seven games. So playing 500 hockey just about in the last seven games, two wins, two losses, and three overtime games or three ties. So we'll see what happens to them there tonight. They will be visiting Providence, UH of Providence. They are 1-1-1 one, one, and one versus each other on the year. One loss, one tie, and one win apiece. Freshman Cy Clerk is UNH's best player. 13 goals, 7 assists, and 20 points on the year. Very young player for that team. They didn't really score too many goals overall in the year. He's really all they got for the most part on offense. Uh, but he's one guy that obviously Providence has to watch out for. Liam Devlin has the most points for the Wildcats. 24 points off of 12 goals and 12 assists. Another player in UNH that obviously that Providence team has to be ready for. As for Providence, the Fries were led by Parker Ford in scoring. 11 goals, 14 assists, 25 points overall in the year. He's a senior forward. And a lot of guys on that Providence team are seniors or juniors for the most part, so they all have experience, and they all know what it takes, obviously, to try to make a run in the Hockey's Tournament. That helps having leadership, guys that have played in the Hockey's Tournament before, especially considering it's a single elimination tournament now. As I said, anybody can win. That's just a reality. Single elimination, you can make a run. You just got to win one game. That's how you get the momentum and everything swinging in your favor. Providence, though, not really going into the tournament, playing their best hockey. One seven and 3 in their last 11 games. A veteran team, as I said, with a lot of guys that are seniors and juniors, so that can play to their advantage, obviously having some veterans. But going into the tournament, being 1-7-3 in the last 11 games is not something you want with one win, seven losses, and three ties. Obviously, all three of those games going into overtime. 
I like UNH in this game. I'll start my prediction here. Probably a hot take considering Providence is still the highest seed and obviously had a better record overall in the year. I do like UNH in this game, though. Providence was 14, 13, and 7 overall in the regular season. Finishing the regular season with an 8-5-3 record at home. As for UNH, they do not play their best hockey on the road. They are 5-12 overall away from their home arena overall in the season. It's not their best hockey when they play on the road, but I do think they can win the game tonight. Coming in, averaging 2.15 goals per game. Providence averaging 2.88 goals per game. Providence has the advantage in goal scoring per game, and then also in goals allowed per game. Providence only giving up 2.44 goals a game, and UNH giving up just about three goals per game. But one advantage that I think UNH has in this game is they're playing better hockey going into this tournament. They're playing better hockey than Providence is heading into the hockey's tournament. I like UNH in this game. Probably a hot take. Most people wouldn't agree with that considering UNH is 11-20-3 over on the regular season. But they have a veteran team as well. They actually have an average age of 22 on their roster. Providence is 21. So similar ages, but I do like UNH in this game. Give me UNH winning this game 3-2. As for the other game, Vermont in Maine. As I said, Maine overall on the year is the better record. They are 15-15-5. Vermont is 10-19-5. Maine's been playing very good hockey at home, 11-6-1 in the regular season. Vermont's 3-8-4 on the road overall. Vermont lost both games in the regular season versus Maine. So obviously Maine has had their numbers, as I said earlier. Both teams very similar in age, so you can't really use the veteran leadership. Like I was talking about in the Providence game, even though UNH actually had more veteran leadership than Providence did, Providence has been a better hockey team, a better program over the last three or four years than UNH has been. So I gave UNH a little bit of less of an advantage, even though they were older as a team than Providence. Providence has been better historically over the last four or five years. But just to switch back over to the Vermont and Maine game, Vermont's main issue is goal scoring. They only, they've only scored 1.82 goals per game on average. As for Maine, they've scored just about 2.5 goals per game, 2.57 goals per game. They've given up similar amounts of goals per game, though. Vermont giving up 2.76 per game, and then you get Maine giving up 2.57. Very similar in the penalty kill, both very similar in the power play. Maine scored an 18.3% of their power plays. As for Vermont, just 13%, but both have been pretty similar penalty kill percentage, 83% for Vermont and 81% for Maine. I think Maine wins this game. I think it'll be closer though than most would think. I will take Maine winning this game 2-1 overall. I was going to go 3-2, but I have that as the score in the other game, so I'll go 2-1 in this one. And then to BC versus UMass Amherst. BC swept UMass Amherst, I said, just about a few weeks ago now. BC is 3-0 on the year against UMass Amherst. BC at Conti Forum on the year, 6-6-2. As for UMass Amherst on the road, they have 4-8-1, so obviously not as good of a team on the road. BC's been scoring goals, as I said. They've been hot over the last seven games, scoring three-plus goals in six of the last seven, averaging 2.91 goals per game overall in the season. SUMS Amherst scoring just 2.71 goals per game on the season. That's low considering how good they used to be at scoring goals. They used to score four or five goals in a blink. 2.71 is still just about middle of the pack in goals per game, I'm sure, in college hockey. But considering how good UMass Amherst has been in goal scoring over the last three or four years now, and they won the national championship with Kale McCarron, they've obviously been a Hockey East wagon over the last three or four years. That's not obviously as good as they've been in goals per game. As it goes allowed per game, pretty similar. UMass Amherst giving up 2.88 goals per game. BC giving up 2.97. One advantage that both teams have is that they're both very good in the power play. BC scoring on 24% of the, their power play opportunities. UMass Amherst on 26.4%. UMass Amherst is actually fifth best in college hockey and power play percentage. And BC is ninth. Both teams obviously being very good on the power play. As a penalty kill percentage though, BC struggled this year. They are 55th 
out of 62 teams in penalty kill percentage, killing 76.23% of penalties. As the U.S. Amherst, they had 19th, killing 81.82% of penalties. So penalty kill-wise, U.S. Amherst has a huge advantage. BC's been struggling, obviously, overall in the year. But as I said, it is just a one one game thing. You just have to make a run and win one game to make a run. I think BC wins this game tonight. BC's been playing better hockey overall at home on the year than UMass Amherst has been on the road. BC being 3-0, obviously you look at it, BC has an advantage being 3-0 overall in the year. But a famous quote by a former coach, former BU head coach Jack Pockett said, I believe it was in the early 2000s when BC was playing BU. BU was 4-0 versus BC in the regular season. Playing BC a fifth time, this time though in the Hockey East, or uh, it was not in the Hockey's Frozen Four tournament. BC was 0-4 on the year against BU. So obviously BU had a lot, a big of an advantage, obviously having BC's number overall in the regular season. Jack Parker of BU was asked, though, what does it take to beat BC a fifth time? And he said, you only have to beat BC once. You don't have to beat them a fifth time. And that's, at the end of the day, what the Hockey East tournament comes down to. Very similar. It's single elimination. It's all about beating teams just one time. So even though BC is 3-0 versus U.S. Amherst, you can't take them lightly. I do think BC wins this game, though. Give me BC winning this one 5-3. So I get BC winning 5-3. I get Maine winning. I originally said 2-1 with Maine winning that game. I'm going to go with 3-1. to one. I think it'll be a very close game. I think it'll be 2-1 to one for most of it. And then Maine will get an empty net goal to close up the game, make it 3-1 to one overall. I did want to say 3-2 to two originally. But as I said, Vermont's been struggling to score goals on the year. But I do think they will keep this game somewhat close, at least in my eyes. That's my opinion as of now. I'm going to go Maine winning that game 3-1 to one with an empty net goal at the end. And then I have Providence versus UNH. I have UNH winning that game 3-2. to two. So I got BC winning, Maine winning, and UNH winning in tonight's matchups. Anyways, thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it and hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.